0: I, mean, I had people that I thought was my brother Oh, your career is over UFC is done with you Yada 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 Coming at me reckless, man I mean, absolutely reckless um...
1: Download the All-Star app Make your picks for UFC fights Challenge your friends Level up and win prizes Link in description Get it now Trey Sean, let's jump right into it, man. Last July, you had a huge fight with Bo Nickel on a pay per view. It said that you tore your wrist ligament. What exactly happened, man? Take us through all of that.
0: Um, I pretty much tore the the most major ligament in my wrist. It's called a, uh, I think it's called a scaphoid, a scaphoid. Um, and the whole camp was a struggle. And I mean, my coach told me like months before that he doesn't, he doesn't think I'm healthy enough to fight. But since it was such a huge opportunity, it's like I ignored that and I try to go on through it. I mean, the whole camp, it hurt to block punches. It hurts a, ba- a base on my hand. It hurt to do simple things like, you know, hitting body shields, hitting mitts. Um. And, man, I, I think I made it the, the right decision. You know, I backed out, um, and I had a lot of people change on me um, that I thought were my family, so I realized that I backed out for a reason, um, and everybody's timing is different. I hate I waited to do it the week of the fight, but what made me really do it that Saturday uh, to make that decision, I was hitting mitts, and um, like I had to stop in the middle of my mitt session because... I really like it. Really hurt when I try to sit down on a hook because I'm like, in this fight I got to sit down on my punches, you know. Um, so I try to sit down on it, and once I sat down on my punch, I realized, man, like this is stupid. I'm going into the biggest fight of my whole of my whole career with a injury that's that's prolonging me this much. If I was to go in there and have a lackluster performance. Nobody's gonna give Trey Sean Gore the benefit of the doubt. Nobody's gonna be like, "Oh, he was injured." Um, yada yada yada. Nobody would have gave a shit. They would have simply said, "Oh, Gore's making excuses, right?" So instead of doing what everybody else wanted me to do, I did what I felt like I needed to do for my career. You know what I mean? Bo is a good fighter. You know he has. Good rest and all these accolades and stuff, and I respect him for that, but don't get it twisted if I was healthy, I would have jumped in there in a heartbeat, and he wouldn't have done me like the guy he uh he fought you know um that they bought from the regional scene that was six and oh, you know um but I'm back now I'm back um uh, at the four stem cell shots in it, I avoided the surgery. Cause surgery would have me sit. This is how severe the injury is. You get surgery on a scaphoid ligament, you're out for eight to twelve months. Uh, you know, um, yeah, it's it's a very severe, a very serious injury. My doctor told me when he saw my, my tear in it, he he told me he would rather me have a torn ACL than to be dealing with a scaphoid ligament, because it's just a very delicate ligament that pretty much connects everything in your hand. So yeah, that's that, man.
1: Damn, man, that's a that's a lot, man. That's, <coughs> that's heavy. And you also mentioned earlier that you know because you did pull out of the fight, you had people around you show their true colors, and you know maybe that was the the biggest benefit for you is finding out who's behind you, who's not, right?
0: I man, I had people that I thought was my brother. Oh, your career is over. UFC is done with you. Yada, yada, yada. Coming at me reckless, man. I mean, absolutely reckless. Um, It's like, bro, you're supposed to care about me outside of the UFC. If I retire today, you're supposed to love me and care for my well-being. And that's not the case with a lot of people. And I figured that out. Now, if I would have jumped in there, I would have had a bunch of people on my side that I thought was Team Trey. I mean, really, they were Team UFC Trey. You know, um, and that's that, man. Um, You know, it's been a struggle coming back. It's been hard. Um, But I'm here. I'm here now. I'm working. I'm putting in that work, the sacrifice, and the discipline that I need to become the greatest one day. And, And you mentioned the stem cell
1: shots that you've taken for recovery. You know, what What were you doing during recovery? Were you training other parts or were you just like, OK, I need to just chill out and, and recover from
0: this? Actually, I had to stop training because while I was healing up from my wrist surgery, my knee was full of fluid. I mean, I've had three surgeries on one of my knees. I'm not going to name which one, but I've had three surgeries on one. And I actually had to get like two stem cell shots in my knee. Um. So it's like my knee was messed up and my wrist. So I got upper body upper body problems and lower body problems. So I took some time to just enjoy my family and just fish and stuff, and mm. you know, um, and I, I enjoyed my time out. But the whole time I was out, I was depressed. Um, I, I felt like. This isn't my destiny to just be around here just fishing and stuff. Like, I've always felt the desire to be great one day and um, to be an inspiration like Kobe was to me, like Sugar Ray Robinson was to me. And that's my goal. And I know I have a ways to go. I still got, a, like, injuries popping up out of the blue. um, But I realized this is just a part of the sport. And I just and I still have to let my greatness shine through it.
1: Cody Brundage, you know he's gonna fight a uh, Bo Nickel now at UFC 300. What do you think
0: of that fight? I'm happy for the guy. Yeah. You know I'm not gonna hate on him, man, but I'm gonna get that back in blood. You know what I mean? Um. And I'm a Christian too. And you know, I'm supposed to say vengeance is the Lord's, and it is. But I wish him all the best, man. I hope he goes out there and displays uh his talent and doesn't go out there and just and just, you know, fail and and just, you know, give up. You know what I mean? I've seen him give up, but I wish that guy all the best. I know he has a family, kids and stuff, and it would be nice to see him uh rise to the occasion, beat this guy, me and him get a rematch if he does win. If he doesn't win, I would like Bo or Roman Kopalev after my next fight. Um, but first first things first, I can't look past AJ. He's a competitor. He's a good competitor. And um, I know he's bringing it too to try to knock my head off or to try to take me down and, or to just try to beat me, period. You know, so I can't look past him. I have to focus on him. You know, I used to... When I got to the Ultimate Fighter, I was saying I was going to be a two-division champion in a year. And people people judged me. They laughed at me after I lost. But what they don't realize is I've been believing that since I, I was a child. And I just realized that it takes more than what I was doing to get to the goals that I, I set in my mind. And now I'm disciplined. I'm at a, I'm at a better, more... uh you know uh discipline uh camp right now in in MMA lab with some of the best in the world Jared Cannonier. he always teaches me shows me a lot um Benson Henderson coach John Crouch you know coach Randy Stinke, uh you know Joe Riggs is coaching there Rob Emerson coaching i got a bunch of coaches surrounding me um which i which I don't, i'm not used to But uh, I feel a lot more organized for this camp, and I definitely have been disciplined. No weed, no bad foods. You know, I've just been trying to focus and uh, really just put God first in my life, man. Because over MMA, MMA, like, I want to go to heaven. And if I was to die today, I want to hear, well done, my faithful servant. So I've been trying to do my best to be the best version of myself every day.
1: Yeah, man, and, you know, you mentioned MMA Live. We'll talk about that a little bit more. AJ Dobson, it's a good matchup. His fighting style, how do you feel like the matchup is working out for you?
0: I feel like the USC saw two strong, athletic black guys, you know, that came short in the past, and they want to see who stands out. You know, it's all about business for the USC, and uh that's why they matched this up, you know, um, me and AJ was matched up in the past, but him and his team declined the first matchup last year or the year before last. They declined to fight me, which I'm not the type to be like, oh, he was scared or nothing. I don't know what they had going on, but they denied the fight with me and also Roman Kopolev. Roman Kopolev denied the fight with me. Really? Um, wow. Yes. They, they I was, I was offered to their team. They said no. You never know what these guys have going on, though. They could have had injuries. They could have been chilling at home with their family, out of shape. I'm not going to sit here and call them a pussy for not fighting me. They just probably had things going on. You know what I mean? Um, that's just that, you know. Um, but I know I'm also a dangerous competitor as well. They know they can't jump and they're not ready with me. I'm a really good grappler, and I got knockout power and stand-up skills. So, you have to prepare for the best of both worlds with me.
1: And MMA Lab, man, what's the story behind you joining that team? Because that's kind of a surprise to a lot of people, man, when they saw those pictures come out. And they're like, Trey Sean's with MMA
0: Lab." I'm not like like I'm. I still live in Georgia, so okay. primarily my main gym. Uh, kind of, is still American Top Team Team Lima. You know, but um, being being honest, you know, Diego and Douglas, Diego's transitioning from being a fighter to a coach. You know, so I'm having to, like, you know, bear with him as he becomes a coach. You know, like, like, the gym I'm at now, you know, they, they study film. Um, which I, which I have never done in any fight besides the ultimate fighter fights. Um, there's a lot more organized on shutting down your opponent's weapons. And, uh, and man, it's some, it's some hard, hard work. You know, um, I sparred 30 rounds yesterday. Damn. Yeah. And that's on the Bible. You know, um. I'm 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 working very hard because I wanna go in there and put on uh one of my best performances to date. You know, and uh I wasn't the only one in there sparring, you know, Coach Giant Crouch, he's the type of coach, he'll turn the clock off and he just lets you go. Like and he, even though I was, even though like while well, as I was sparring, I was taking no breaks. Taking no breaks. But I was sitting there wondering, damn, like, this is a long sparring session, like like we, like I'm sitting here watching guys sit on the wall and take breaks, but I want to be the best one day. So I was following Benson Henderson's lead. He kept telling people, "Get off the wall! Stop taking breaks! Let's go! Let's work!" And I, and he didn't have to tell me that because I kept working. I'm trying to follow his lead, you know. Um, so I stayed in the match working, and uh, I believe my work is gonna pay off.
1: And you, you talked about uh, the the diet, changes in that, and then, you know, like cutting off certain habits that you have. Do you feel that in this camp? Like because of those changes, you feel like you can go 30 rounds now. You know what I mean? You're not getting as tired as much as you did before.
0: Hearing you even say 30 rounds is insane. <laughs> yeah. That's how they work here at MMA Lab. This is a legitimate, legitimate, like – why you think Jared just broke the, the middleweight record for throwing so many strikes? Why? These boys work. Every day, six days a week, twice a day, I'm grinding, you know. Um, but what was your question, man? I'm sorry. I just – that, that 30 rounds, that, shit, that, that you know, like, I'm working, man. I'm working. Yeah. All I gotta say, well, I was
1: saying, I was saying, like, you know, you mentioned the changes in your diet because I know that it has a huge effect on fighters during camp, and also, you know, cutting off like weed and stuff. Do you feel the difference when yes. you're training now? Yeah,
0: I feel the difference. I feel the difference. And, um, you know, um, like, I smoked weed all through the Cody Brundage camp, all the way into the Monday, I had to leave to go to Vegas. I mean, and you know when you come off weed you uh you you have to go you go through like people don't people think oh it's just weed but when you smoke heavily like I was every day you know every day um when I when I stopped smoking I didn't have an appetite so I didn't eat that Monday I didn't eat that Tuesday um and I didn't eat Wednesday um and Wednesday I lost 9 pounds Thursday, I lost eight pounds. Friday morning, I lost four pounds. So that whole week was spent cutting weight, losing weight, trying to make weight. It wasn't, and that was part of my, of me smoking. Because when you smoke, you get the munchies, you eat too much. And I was undisciplined in that damn camp and uh, he knocked my ass out. You know, I thought I was, I thought I was the shit. You know, I thought God would never allow me to get hurt like that. But it happened. And it was a reality check and it made me realize I have to be disciplined. And I have to be... That's why I jumped in three months later against his trainer partner. Because I had to get it back in some way. And I did. I got it back. But... I'm not satisfied. I feel like every guy that fights mr vicious needs needs to feel who I am mr vicious
1: um what what would be the satisfying outcome against A j dobson what would you be satisfied with
0: a win you know um of course I'm the guy to always go for the stoppage that's how that is how I fight they know that the whole world knows it you know um even with Brundage I was beating him. I mean, his leg was done. If I would have shot a takedown or something on him, I would have won. Um, Brian Battle, you see me going. I was hunting him down the whole fight, but I wasn't throwing any volume. Um, not now. Now I'm just looking for a win, man. You know, um, and I know he's looking for a win too. I mean, I'm sure he would like to knock me out, try to get a bonus, or he would like us to go in there and slug it out and get a bonus. But me personally, man, I'm just going for a win, and um, I'm definitely not gonna hold my firepower back. I'm definitely going for the finish. That's just how I fight. I don't know any other way to fight but to try to stop people, control <laughs> chaos basically. I guess, man, you could call it that. I just, I'm a finisher, I'm, I'm that's why my coach. From South Carolina, name me Mr. Vicious. I'm I'm a finisher. I'm a vicious grappler and I'm a vicious uh, uh striker. When I when I land my stuff, like it's it's really devastating. And um I plan on being devastating. Um and uh, that's just it. You know, right. I, I he plans on doing the same, he's a good fighter, I respect him. I respect everything about the guy. He signed the paperwork. But, you know, I'm about to throw these things, man. So
1: let's go. There you go. Uh, February 17th, UFC 298, Anaheim. Man, Mr. Vicious is back. Can't wait for this fight, man. Appreciate you so much. All the best in the fight. Man,
0: I appreciate you too. Thank you for having me. God bless you and your family. And uh, I wish you all the best with your platform. It's been very respectful uh comforting talking to you and um I'm not gonna talk no trash this time man because I realize anything can happen in this sport. Um but one day there's nobody that's probably gonna get five hundred to a thousand, two thousand views on your page. One day I'm gonna be somebody man and I'm gonna be one of the greatest middleweights ever. This is all I have man. This is all I have. I don't have an education. This is it. This is it. I don't have. I don't have a plan B. This is it. So I'm going in there. I'm putting my life on the line, and so is AJ. I made the best man win.